Hello, and welcome to another episode of Adam for Baseball. It's been a long time. I don't really want to make apologies. I'm in school. It is what it is. I missed doing this, though, and I wanted to come in here and kind of give an update. Um, I'm not going to rant too much about this, but I do want to bring up a thing in one of my leagues. Um, don't do this. If you're playing fantasy baseball, do not do this. A, it's against Yahoo's competitive rules, um, especially in prize leagues. We had a guy, once he um, missed the playoffs, he dropped um, basically all of his starters. Uh, let me give you an example. He proceeded to drop Max Freed, Max Scherzer, Jose Altuve, Xander Bogarts, Adelise Garcia, Alex Bregman, Chris Bassett, Seiya Suzuki, Clayton Kershaw, Dalton Varsho, and Brian Reynolds. And the guy who's in first place, the guy I'm facing in the championship, proceeded to pick up uh, several of those players, which is a scumbag move. Most everybody else was not picking anybody else up. There was someone in the consolation bracket that picked up one of those players. But this first place guy went and decided to pick them all up because he thought that was okay. Even though what the other player was doing is a thing that can get you removed from Yahoo Fantasy. This guy proceeded to pick up Max Fried, Alex Bregman, Xander Bogarts, Chris Bassett, Adelis Garcia. Um, and it's... I'm going to call it what it is. It's a scumbag move. Um, I have zero respect for that. I know that I'm facing him, but even if I didn't, I don't ever want our champion to be someone who picks up players, but, it, I mean, they're ill-gotten gains. It's not the way you do this stuff, and it's such... It's such a disappointing thing to see. I didn't get in my um, complaint before the waivers process so we they, they can actually get in there and block that if you catch it in time i didn't get my submission in in time i assume though the player that did that um and maybe if you if maybe i'm not explaining it well but you can't just d dump all your talent guys that should never be let go to be able to be picked up in waivers Guys like Adelis Garcia, he's the 24th ranked player. He has three home runs this week. The guy's been on an absolute tear. He's been um, destroying the ball. And then you have Chris Bassett, who went seven and two-thirds, got a win, 12 strikeouts, no runs, .78 whip tonight against the Yankees. Um, I get to face that in the championship. Guys that he should have never had. Guys that are honestly going to probably be the difference between me winning and losing. Um, I hope it doesn't come to that, but it's looking like that right now. I'm losing four to six. And if he didn't have Adolis Garcia or Chris Bassett, I'd be sitting really nice right now. It's those stats that they gave really, really are taking a toll. So it's very disappointing. Uh, I'm not going to sit here and cry, um, but let's get into it. Um, you know, the two guys we always focus on, Jorge Mateo, Braxton Garrett. Jorge Mateo hit 30 stolen bases. 
he got there. Despite not really playing a lot and doing a lot of pinch running, a lot of um, just spot starts because he's not been starting. Uh, he's has three games with hit hit safely. Uh, he even had a two for four game. But like I said, the important thing was hit with him is he got to 30 steals. That's why the guy I'm facing has him. Um, I think the guy I faced last week at Braxton Garrett. And Braxton Garrett is going to be a guy that I look to draft next year. I think he's going to only get better. Um, next year, if I get a chance, if I'm sitting in a good spot for school, I will uh, try to start up this um, podcast for for you know preseason stuff. Um, Braxton hasn't had a bad start since his last one. His last one was not good. It was a weird deal. It was um, it was that one in New York that a doubleheader. I think Braxton gets one more start. Maybe. Maybe? And it's a big one. It could be... Um, it could be the one where he... Because they didn't really pitch him much in that game against the Mets. He gave four runs and four innings, had two strikeouts. Before that, he had been so good. Part of it is the last start before, guess we had to face the Mets again, and he was very good against the Mets. No runs in six innings, seven strikeouts, .83 whip. Um, he just hasn't really had a bad start, other than that one in the doubleheader. And... I think from everything I've seen is they want to potentially have him pitch that October 1st game, the last game of the year on Sunday. They're still trying to get a wild card spot, um, which is a big deal for the Marlins. I mean, did you have the Marlins penciled in for a wild card spot this year? Nobody did. Because you have Atlanta, Philadelphia, the Mets. The Mets are supposed to be good again this year. We've talked about this before. Atlanta, for sure, they're just like the best team in baseball outside of the Orioles and the Dodgers, in my opinion. Um, and then you have Philadelphia, who's been on such a tear, such an absolute tear. Um, they're going to be scary in the playoffs. And then you have the Marlins, 82-76. and 76. Uh, let's see the wild card spots. They're actually the third wild card right now. They're half game above the Cubs, one and a half above Cincinnati, three and a half above San Diego for that final wild card spot. It's pretty exciting. I don't know who's going to get it. I still think, and I had said this before, I need to get a sound bite that is me toot my own horn and a little bit of a toot toot. And the Cubs, I knew that they were going to be in contention. I knew they were going to stick in this. Milwaukee did end up running away with the division. They ended up being a 90-win team. We'll see if they win any more games. They've been very good down the stretch. Uh, they made some nice moves, like Mark Cannon has been a nice addition. Uh, Baltimore clinched, I think, the division tonight, right? Yeah. 100 wins. Man, that team looks like a juggernaut. They just they play a really fun style of baseball. It reminds me a little bit of the excitement around them in those mid-90s. 
you know, before the Yankees really took off with Torrey as coach, they had to get past Bobby Bonilla and the Orioles. And then they kind of came back with another good team later on once they had Alex Jones and they had, um, oh, who's a really good relief pitcher they had. I can't even think of his name. Oh, my goodness. I'm going to look it up. But, yeah, the Orioles, also they're going to, they got something renewed. The mayor announced it today. Um, uh, they announced it. It was, they're going to be in Baltimore for at least 30 more years. It was like the big, the big news for them. Okay, so Baltimore, they had, oh man, remember they used to have Brian Roberts. Brian Roberts had a big year. They had Jake Arrieta. They had Zach Britton over there. Zach Britton was really a player. Uh, Darren O'Day, that's who I'm thinking of. Man, how good was Darren O'Day there for a stretch? He had back-to-back years for the Orioles in 2014-2015 of ERA. Um, and he wasn't their closer. He was their setup man. He had a 1.7 and a 1.5. I mean, it's some phenomenal stuff here. Um, he pitched a little bit of spot type relief back in the day. I don't know what was going on there exactly. Maybe just injuries or something, but he had some really nice numbers actually even at the end of his career. Very nice 15-year career for Darren O'Day. Man, he was so good. He was like kind of a, I don't know if you technically call it submarine, but he was, that's what I'll call it. He's a submarine type pitcher. Um, yeah. So then we circle all the way back around. Braxton Garrett, he's a guy I'm interested in next year. Ends up, right now he's 141 rank in Yahoo overall rank. That's pretty dang good. Nodding to Chris Bassett earlier, he's going to end up in top 100 after today's start. He hit 200 innings, end up having a really nice season. Um, and another thing that Bassett did really well this year is he got uh, he got the W's? I think he ended up with um, yeah 16 wins. Like in a league that does not, you don't get tons of wins, and you need him in fantasy. It's still a stat for standard Yahoo scoring. As we've said before, the offensive ones are runs, homers, RBI, stolen bases, average, pitching. It's wins, saves, K's, ERA, WHIP. Now, I've talked about in other leagues, and I am in a league where they don't count wins, they count quality starts, and then they count holds. So, depends on the league you're in, right? But I promise you that Chris Bassett's quality starts are probably still up there. Where's a site that shows me quality starts? Fangraphs, maybe? Uh, actually, no. If I just go to my Dynasty League, and I go to Players... I just go all, and I go Bassett. What did he have? He had 20 quality starts. That's not counting tonight. So 21 quality starts. Kidding me? Kidding me? Let's go to the leaders. Let's go clear search. Let's go starting pitchers. And let's go all. Let's go quality starts leaders. Garrett Cole, Logan Webb tied for first with 24. 
Then Zach Wheeler's at 21. So he would have tied for second. I mean, either way you either way you slice it, that's pretty dang good. Now Bassett's numbers are a little more inflated on the ERA side. I think part of that is because I think he gave it like 28 home runs. That's like his knock, right? He gives up the long ball. And it's not the first time he's done it. You know, he's had a bit of that in his in his career. Now, I want to point to a couple guys that are just... I don't even know how we do this. How do we do... How do we see preseason? Okay, I think we can do it this way. I was wrong. I didn't... I didn't say that he wasn't going to be good, but no way. <sighs> Boy. No way did I think... I don't know. No way did I think Matt Olson was going to be as good as he was this year. Did anybody hit his 54th home run today? He's the number two guy in Yahoo Fantasy. I'll give you one guess who the number one guy is. And if you guessed Ronald Acuna, you were right. You know, um, there are some guys this year that just, I mean, you're never going to, I mean, rankings are going to never be on, on, right? It's just never going to be um, completely figured out. Now, guys like Juan Soto, pretty much where people thought he was going to be. Um, you know, um, let's see if we go. Um, who's really either under or over? So, like, um, preseason ranking for Nathaniel Lowe, 79. Right now, he's currently 157 because Lowe has regressed, really. He's been good within the lineup, so, he, like, his. His runs and RBIs are up, but his power took a dip. His average took a 38-point dip. That's kind of the weird thing. And the only reason his runs and RBIs are up is because of how good the Rangers are and how good, like, you know, Adelis and Seager have been. Seager... Right now is ranked 16th. If Seager's playing all year long, if he didn't have those those two injuries, you know, because he's 115 games played, he's been in 333 with 33 home runs. Man, that's nuts. I mean, we could be looking at the number one guy right here if he would have gotten to have a full season. Um, and then he even got hit by another pitch the other day and was taken out of the game. And they thought something could have been wrong with him, but. Um, Corbin Carroll, right where they thought he was going to be. Mookie Betts, I think he's been better than what people thought. Just because of where his average was last year and all that kind of stuff. Uh, Devers, I think, hasn't been as good as advertised. Uh, part of that has to do with that team. Um, yeah, I don't know. Uh, I'd Masataka Yoshida... You know, as a guy, I took um, both leagues 
where did I take him? I took him 174th overall. He's pretty much right where I want him to be. The one knock on him is he has, I think, second or third worst launch angle um, in the majors. So the powers there, he can hit the ball hard, but 15 home runs isn't enough in fantasy. Um, then for pitchers, I just think guys like um, Zach Gallon has been right where he, we thought he was going to be. Depending on what his, I think he has one more start in him. Is that right? Is he going to start against? No. Well, no. Yeah, he start. Oh, he starts tomorrow, tomorrow night, Friday. And that'll be a shot to go for win number eighteen against Houston. Ugh. And Houston needs to make a push here to see if they can make the playoffs. So who knows? Um. Guys like Jamison Tayon. He's a guy I had early on. I like really loved him last year. He was so good. He was so bad for most of the year. It was crazy. He was a preseason 244 rank. That sometimes means that a guy can go undrafted. Um, he Was he drafted? Okay, I did draft him. I drafted him 235th. Because just I had him last year did well. I ended up dropping him uh, beginning of June. I just got tired of it. He was so bad. He was so crazy bad. And then what has he done the last several games? He's had a really, really good run, honestly. He had a couple stinkers. But other than that, like he's been awesome. And... I think like he's going to have a sub-5 ERA. This is a guy that was sitting in like the 6s, the 5s most of the year. Very bad most of the year. And now he's finally finding his groove, and the Cubs fans got to just be like, what in the world? And fantasy guys, I think he was such a disappointment for me. Um, guys like, uh, who else we got here? Alexis Diaz has been a shining, a shining grab. If you took him as a as a closer, uh, he's a preseason 177 rank. He is 38th right now. I took him 126th overall. I had him in my other league too. Um, Clay Holmes, right where he ought to be. Joe Ryan has not met expectations. And part of that has been his second half and the rise in his ERA. And for the Twins pitchers, I think part of it, too, is lack of wins. Like for him and Sonny Gray, that just wasn't enough. They, like, factor that into rankings, so that just doesn't, um, you know, just doesn't work. Um, then who else did I have? Uh, Bryson Stott's been pretty good compared to ranking. Um, Jordan Walker's been a little bit of a... I don't know if you can call him a letdown. I just think that his preseason ranking was so high and there's so much hype. And then that Seattle team... Or not Seattle, that St. Louis team was such a letdown. Holy smokes. Then you got Gunnar Henderson, who's looking like he was going to be a dud and has come around to be 
a potential 100 run scored guy. If he hits a couple dingers this weekend, he could be a 30 home run guy. He's even got 10 stolen bases. He's been a really a bright spot for me on my team. Um, I think Randy Rosarania is a guy that it's easy to get discouraged because he started out so hot. But then he kind of had some nagging injuries, some little things, and I think it just slowed him down. He's still having a great year, in my opinion, a 2020 hitter. That's what you expected from him. Uh, I think people were smelling a 30-30, hopefully. But if he was a 30-30, then we're talking about a guy who is in the same company as Francisco Lindor, uh, who's having a better-than-projected season. Um Although I think his average is down this year. I think part of it just has to do with the Mets have been bad. They've just been a bad team. J.P. Crawford has been a real pleasant surprise in the second half for the Mariners and for fantasy owners because J.P.'s hitting home runs. He's doubled his career high in home runs, which was nine. Um, We could be seeing... You know, J.P. Crawford of the future, a 20-home run guy that scores 100 runs at the top of the lineup. you got to remember, he was hitting at the bottom of the lineup for the Mariners. I think he got hurt early on, I believe, early in the season, because yeah, he's at 141 right now. Because so, he typically would be a almost an everyday type player. Typically is. But yeah, he, his slugging's up this year by, goodness, 100 points. On base is up, his average is up, OPS obviously is up, 140 points. Uh, everything's up. Um, he's walking more. He's he has 93 walks. You know what I mean? Like this guy's do, the one thing, the knock, in my opinion, is he doesn't steal bases. You know, and that's. That's where typically you'd be like, oh man, what a what a letdown, you know? He's 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 this top of the lineup guy, does all this stuff, and boy, he doesn't steal bases, so I don't know if I can afford to take him. But if he can start hitting home runs like he is this year, hitting 18, like this is a kind of a a, a guy to keep an eye on. I think he was a guy I talked about before. He's a guy I like. Uh, he hits doubles. A really good doubles hitter, and he's back on that. Like, all the things that I want to see from him last year, he's doing this year. So, last year was just kind of, uh, you know, and he surged again at a certain point and, and was a big part of... I, I feel like he's an as-he-goes, and who, when if him and Julio are humming, it seems very good, but they're, they're having a tough time, I feel like, putting everything together this year. That just feels like it, right? Um, yeah, who else do we got here? Some guys that just... I, I, I don't want to... I just don't want to... Um, I just don't really want to miss... Opportunity to say, hey, this guy was way better than we thought. Or way worse than we thought. A way better would, uh, in my opinion, even though I think a lot of people had him there, is Bobby Witt Jr. Bobby Witt Jr., he was going second round a lot of the time. If you got him then, 
in my mind, you have you had a shot at really being in a a, a playoff lineup. And he's just been fantastic. I think Bobby Witt Jr. could arguably be one of the steals. For sure, Matt Olson is a steal. I don't think anybody saw 54 home runs coming out of that spot. I mean, they've just been doing it all year. They just don't slow down. But the Royals, imagine if the Royals were good, how good Bobby Witt Jr. would be. He has 48 stolen bases, one home run away from 30. If he was on a decent team, he'd easily have over 100 runs. He's only at 93 right now. I should say only, but still good. And 93 runs batted in on a terrible team. Um, Kyle Tucker, right where everybody thought he was going to be. What? <clears throat> Excuse me. What a reliable guy. Kyle Tucker is just Kyle Tucker. He's your about a top 10 guy, almost... I expect that to be the case next year. He's so, I don't know, he's such a clean player, man. Uh, Very beautiful swing. Now, the question I have is, let's check out his contract. Is Is he an arbitration guy? Yeah. Yeah, so he still has two more years of arbitration. Because, yeah, gosh, he's only... he'll be He's 26, he'll be 27 here. Excel Sports Management, why does that sound familiar? So, yeah, I mean, he's still like... Yeah, gosh, they're only... They're getting them for cheap. That's wild to think about. So he had a signing bonus when he was a, a pup. He got a decent amount of money right out the gate. What was he? He was oh he was a fifth overall pick. Interesting. So he got that signing bonus right out the gate. So he had even his pre so he didn't he got that amount of money right away and then has not really gotten paid until finally this year he got into the millions. He'd been getting next to nothing. Honestly, when you think about his how good he is. Yeah, pretty much identical stats to last year except his average is up so like that kind of stuff is better like he has the same kind of like the runs are up quite a bit too I shouldn't say identical just I see home runs RBIs home runs RBIs are the same pretty much same as that's that same spot that 30 hundo um yeah so Kyle Tucker he's a guy next year you can pretty much just count on you get him late in the first round, you're you're happy with that pick, I think. Um, Cody Bellinger. Here's wow. Cody Bellinger. It's kind of puts a smile on your face. I used to not be able to stand this guy, and I still don't really necessarily like. He's not my kind of player, really. This is a guy that could not hit. Like the broadside of a barn for a while. In 2021, he batted 165. People thought his career was over. This is a guy who was doing incredible things. And, um, yeah, it's... He won the MVP. That's crazy. 
you think back, I kind of just forget how good he was. So the fact that he's hitting 310 this year, if you're a stinking fan of the Dodgers in 2019, you're like, yeah, we we know he's good. Yeah, duh. And this is a guy that almost, I bet you that COVID season, he just something, something didn't hit well. And he just went downhill. And the Cubs get him. And the Cubs are looking uh, real smart. They paid him less than what he was making in Los Angeles. Um, I think he's mutual option next year. So, I mean, he's in a pretty nice spot. He could be a free agent next year. We'll see what happens. But, I mean, boy, you're hitting that well in Wrigley. I'm assuming he's hitting well in Wrigley. If we go to 2023 stats, splits, and we go to the ballpark. Yeah, he's hitting 302 at Wrigley. Yeah, he's been awesome at Wrigley. 548 slugging at Wrigley. Man, he's feasted at Great American Ballpark. That's like the perfect place for him to hit. Well, that's why he's been so good. He's feasted on division opponents. Cincinnati, Milwaukee, been really good against them at their fields. So yeah, it's kind of one of the those, wow. I mean, because did he... Okay, so in this one league I had, the guy did draft him and then... They, you know, they had him the whole time. Uh, they also gave him uh, first base eligibility because he was only outfield. And then he got first base eligibility as well. So that kind of is another nice little, ooh, hey, hey. Uh, Corey Seager was pre, preseason ranked 85. He's 16. Um, Ozzy Albies, a little bit overachieving too compared to rankings. Adelise Garcia, yep. Luis Robert, yep. Although I think he's done for the year. Pete Alonzo, a little bit of regression. That average, part of it is just that team. That team's so... I mean, Pete's got all the other numbers. 46 home runs, 117 RBIs. That's amazing. Um, but 222 average is tough. That means he had some stretches where you're like, oh my gosh, what are we doing? Jose Ramirez? I don't know. I mean, I know that his... He's a first-round talent. Um, the, yeah, he was taken third overall in this. This is one of those deals, you know, and, and I don't know if it'll be agreed on by the people, but I, you don't get Jose, and you let's say that you wanted him. You like I just need a great 2020 guy that's gonna do everything well, and you end up getting Randy Rosarena instead. I think you're pretty happy. Um, uh, Christian Walker. He's having an awesome year. You know, pre preseason rank 122. He's 32 right now. Trey Turner is the is the the eye, the eye opener one, right? Because he was so bad in the first half. 
so bad. I mean, this guy is a first overall pick in a lot of leagues. You know, his preseason rank was 13, but because his WBC was so good and spring, people are like, I got to take... I mean, he was kind of a guy that, like, I would have taken. The thing about Trey is no one's getting rid of him unless you're you're trading him away. But Trey Turner, you're not... You're not dropping him, right? That's silly. And his second half is the thing that maybe got you in the playoffs. Like, for real. Like, he's a... That's a big reason that Philadelphia is in the playoffs. You know, you look at Nick Castellanos. Had a tough year last year. Guess who's in the 100 RBI club again? Could hit 30 home runs. He's batting 274. But Castellanos is healthy. I don't think he was healthy last year. Something was a little off with him. Um, here's our big surprise. And this one's more like, you know, we talked about, um, Cody Bellinger, but this guy might be the guy that's like, I don't know if anybody saw this one. It was Lane Thomas, uh, 2020 guy, um, probably going to get to a hundred runs. He's been amazing in Washington. He's ranked 36th right now. He was a 250 preseason rank. That means that he maybe wasn't even drafted. Yep, he was added. <laughs> in this league, he was added from waivers um, in May, right before Memorial Day weekend. This is incredible. You know what I mean? He's ranked ahead right now of Rafael Devers. Um... Josh Lowe for the Tampa Bay Rays. What a year he's having. 2030 guy. Incredible. Incredible year for him. Uh, Marcelo Zuna. Huge bounce back year. 37 home runs. Betting 270. Um, Justin Turner. Much better year than I thought I was going to see from him. Uh, could end up having 100 RBIs depending on what happens at this weekend series uh, Kyle Schwarber tons of strikeouts terrible average but he's got 106 runs scored 45 home runs 100 RBIs exactly what you wanted you knew that's what you knew you are going to get bada bing bada boom Bryce Harper if you took him uh, he went 12th round for my this league here 133rd overall boy he's been fantastic when he's been in huh very very good I mean there's just I'm sure you're sitting there thinking to yourself boy I don't know because Philadelphia looks so bad I remember watching them on Sunday Night Baseball and they were playing really poorly they were against Atlanta and Bryce is like oh don't worry we're going to figure it out and I'm going to be back sooner than we thought I, I was going to be back too and we're like what and he's been awesome, and they did figure it out, and they're in the postseason, and they're going to be a problem in the National League bracket, I think. Um, I can kind of keep going down this list. I'm kind of prepping for next year as I'm going through this. There's just guys I see and, and, and things I want to talk about, I guess, but I already want to just start analyzing for next year. Uh, this is just kind of a, we're just kind of closing the closing the year out right and I'm just kind of going over some of this stuff and and just 
it's kind of a reminisce, you know. Uh, Aaron Judge. I don't really understand. This is a weird one. Aaron Judge is a weird one. Because we all know the year he had last year. He had an amazing year. There's got to be regression. Um, remember, he had the toe thing. And I don't think he was ever fully, fully healthy there for a while. Um, 37 home runs still. And that team's been bad. You know, he's still just kind of got it done. That's Aaron Judge for you, man. His average is down a little. So I feel so bad for him because he seems like a legit dude. Um, I don't know him personally, but it's kind of, I think he's just been good for the game. And he's like, kind of, just seems like a classy guy. Um, Paul Goldschmidt, tough year. That just has to do with St. Louis more than anything. Um... J.D. Martinez had a pretty good year, honestly. I didn't see that coming. He didn't score many runs, but he did what he was supposed to do, drive in runs, hit home runs, 31 home runs. I didn't think he had that in the tank. Anthony Santander, he's been awesome, too. Okay, here's another one of our letdowns. Um, Vladimir Guerrero Jr. This is just goes back to... This just goes back to the Blue Jays in general underperforming it's just I don't understand that team you know what I mean uh, Bo Bichette same deal he had a really nice run there for a while he's batting 301 but for fantasy he's still light on a lot of stuff like and he only has four stolen bases so I'm not really sure how good do you feel about that? When you have a guy like Michael Harris the second, who was so you know, people didn't know what to do with him. He was he was so bad. He he was kind of bounced around the waivers. And then once he got going, he was great. And he so he was so he was bad for like two months, at least two months. And he still had a better season than Bo Bichette. So, ranking-wise, at least. And if he hits, if he can get to 20 home runs, he'll be a 20-20 guy. So, there's just a lot of that weird stuff. George Springer, 20-20, but, you know, average 255. For what George Springer is, 86 runs is low. You know, they just weren't, I don't know what's up with that team, but, yeah. Very strange deal, the Blue Jays. They're... I stayed away from him this year. Glad I did. Um, yeah, you start getting these rankings, you're going to start getting a lot of... You're going to start to really see some goofy ones. Isaac, Isaac Paredes. Is, is it, isn't it Isaac Paredes? It's not Isaac. I think it's Isaac Paredes. Um, he's been awesome. 31 home runs, 97 RBIs. That's a guy that, uh, that was the Meadows trade, right? I think he came over from uh, Detroit in that. But, uh, yeah, I think I'm going to kind of end it there. And, you know, I just kind of want to get on here and record something. And and just thanks to everybody that listened this year. Um, I'm going to be back on and I'm going to kind of go over what I talked about 
I'm going to kind of do a little research on what I did for what I talked about, what I thought happened before the season. I'll tell you my results for my leagues, and then uh, we'll kind of just see where things are. I'm assuming it'll be in the playoffs when I start talking, so like MLB postseason. So I hope to do one more here before we close out it all out for the season. But uh, honestly, thanks for listening. It's we don't it's, we're pretty small little podcast, but uh, I appreciate all y'all who took time to listen to me. And uh, please reach out if you have anything that you want me to talk about going forward. If you want me to do another season this next year, um, any feedback is good feedback, honestly. So uh, stay safe. Have a great week.